Hello, my name is Amy Held, and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. Over the past decade, China's taken on an increasingly visible role in Africa. China's attracted in large part by sub-Saharan Africa's natural resources like oil and minerals. In 2003, Chinese investment in the region totaled about 70 million dollars. Five years later, it had reached more than five billion dollars, before dropping to about a billion dollars in 2009 with the global economic downturn, according to the Chinese Ministry of Commerce. China's not the biggest investor in the region. Out of total global investment, China's share is estimated at less than five percent, says the IMF. And yet, increasing Chinese investment is a major driver in African growth, as it often goes into infrastructure or is bundled with aid. I spoke to Antoinette Saye, director of the IMF's African department, about China's growing investment in the continent. She began by explaining some of the characteristics of that investment. Chinese foreign direct investment, or FDI, as we call it for short. Is still modest compared to investments from other parts of the world, but it's been increasing uh, quite uh, significantly by ten times or so between 2003 and 2009. Much of that investment is concentrated in、uh, resource-rich countries in in sub-Saharan Africa, countries like South Africa, Nigeria, Zambia, Democratic Republic of Congo. But increasingly, we see investments also in、uh, other areas, in construction, in、uh, light manufacturing, in other countries that are not resource rich. Ethiopia is a good example of that. Have you yourself, in your travels in African nations, witnessed any examples of these sort of investments? I have.、Uh, I think Chinese investments are evident, you know, across、uh, sub-Saharan Africa. But I was recently in Niger, and、uh, their Chinese investments in petroleum sector, the oil sector, are quite evident. I also visited Liberia over the Christmas holidays and、uh, was able to see the work of Chinese contractors in、uh, roads. From China's perspective, they've suggested that their investments into Africa. This is a new type of exchange. It's an equal exchange. It's not so much about Africa being on the receiving end of aid. It's more of a transfer of knowledge and experience. Do you agree with that assessment? Well, I think China, China itself, is still developing, and it、uh, sees this experience as offering valuable lessons for Sub-Saharan Africa. In particular, in the areas of infrastructure, where China has done quite a bit, and where I agree that Sub-Saharan Africa has quite a bit to learn from from China, I think Africa itself is really、uh, changing quite a bit、uh, from a focus on development assistance to increasingly more focus on expanding trade and and investments, which I think is a, a very very good thing indeed. And、uh, in that context. Lessons from China are very valuable. There is a fear that Chinese investment may become fiscally unsustainable for African nations. Perhaps countries being unable to repay loans that they're taking up now in the future. What do you think? Are you seeing evidence of that? If public investments are financed by borrowing,、uh, clearly they could have、uh, fiscal sustainability implications, and it's important in that context. That countries look at the sustainability of such investments and look at the terms on which they're borrowing, look at what they're using those、uh, loans、uh, for, 
to make sure that, uh, in fact, they will generate returns that will allow them to repay those loans in the future. Critics are saying that Chinese investment is often carried out with no regard for regulation, transparency, accountability. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's a difficult question that has to be addressed uh, on a case-by-case basis by individual country authorities. It's clear that experience suggests that transparency promotes accountability and uh, good governance both of which are important ingredients for sustained and inclusive uh, economic growth. We're working at the IMF with many countries to strengthen transparency and regulatory frameworks, including, for example, in contracts in the mining sector. What's the outlook for Chinese investment in Africa in the years ahead? What can we expect? Well, the outlook for investment in Africa generally is is very bright indeed, uh, including for uh, Chinese investments. At the same time, labor costs are rising in China. As labor costs increase in China, the investors in those industries in China may be looking outside to expand their investments in other countries with lower cost labor. And Africa is likely to be a place where those investors see some attraction given low labor costs there and Africa's preferential access to some markets. So all in all, a very positive outlook, we think, for expanded investments in sub-Saharan Africa, including from China. That was Antoinette Saye, director of the IMF's African Department on Chinese Investment in Africa. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe to our weekly podcast feed. Just log on to www.imf.org slash podcasts.